completely loose, it's brought to you by Cutting the Bullet, the host of the Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello. This is our week sister show to Cutting to the Bull, where we bring you the weekly world of the weird as we've found on the World Wide Web this week. Yes. Nailed it. Second time. Don't tell him that, Claire, it's all part of the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the magic. <laughs> He's not editing, editing it out this week, so we're keeping it in. It's all part of the magic. <laughs> Have you seen the jellyfish UAPs this week? Well, they weren't this week, were they? They were three, four years Doesn't ago. Doesn't matter, they've yes. been released this yes. week. We've been brought to our attention this week. Yeah, weird as fuck. It's the weirdest shit we've found on the internet this week, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Jeremy Corbell. Big fan of Jeremy. Do not remember yeah. that he says it's true. I'm a big fan of Jeremy. Well, he seems to be at the the vanguard of. He is at the vanguard of disclosure. I'll mm. give him that. Corbell's jellyfish UAPs are real. Giant black jellyfish object filmed by cruise captain in 2020 that plunged into the ocean, because obviously we'll get to it. But in Iraq, in this thing was filmed floating across an army base. It was. Mm. I've seen it like turned sort of like almost see-through as well like it was on a video yes we watched the video in the week didn't we mm. so a significant surge of interest has surrounded the uap unidentified aerial phenomenon enigma drawing widespread attention to the recent released jellyfish uap footage filmmaker jeremy corbell unveiled this captivating footage of a peculiarly shaped uap captured at a united states joint operations base in iraq so it's on a military base. Do you know what they remind me of? At the Matrix, you know, the Sentinels. Oh, the Sentinels, yeah. A cross between them and the bots in Star, Star Wars. The, the, the probe droids. Yeah, yeah, the probe it. droids. Probe droids. I, a bit probe droid-like, I thought. I thought, I don't know if you've ever seen the film Battle LA. Yeah, yeah. There's some floaty thing, like, is the, is the general for the ground troops, and he's yes. like a jellyfish thing going on. I've seen something similar to that in a few things. To be fair, it's not a. Uh, it's not a. An unexplained, uh, not see. Sorry, it's not a not seen thing in 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 mm. popular culture, is it? No. Jellyfish alien, Crank from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but still, this is quite creepy, and it's the fact it's been filmed at a United States Joint Operations Base in Iraq, where you'd imagine they've got security up the Kazi. Yeah is quite impressive. Corbell remarked that while the object shape is unusual, such sightings have been reported since the beginning of the UFO phenomena. Confirming its authenticity, the Pentagon has officially stated the object in the video is not a hoax. Interesting. Corbell released FLIR footage, forward-looking infrared. If you're a tanky like me, FLIR. Yeah. Footage to oh, oh, an airman, obviously, met it in tanks, depicting an incursion by an unidentified object tracked over a significant duration in October 2018. He elaborated, stating, The object navigated through a sensitive military installation, eventually moving over a body of water where it executed a controlled descent, submerging beneath the surface. surface. After an observation period of approximately 17 minutes, the USP, UAP resurfaced from the water and rapidly accelerated, surpassing the capabilities of the observation platform's optical scope. 
the origin, intent and capabilities of this anonymous aerial vehicle remain shrouded in mystery and it retains its official designation as a UAP. Which I think you'll find basically means we don't know what it was. It went in the water, it came out again and fucked off. Yeah. Or it's something that, like, you know, special, special branch of made. They're trying to fly it over their military, uh, you know, military things to see if they clock it. Yeah, sort of like, you know, like trialing it. Actually, Claire, I, I subscribe to that theory. Yeah. I really do. Because, you know, if our military can't see it, you know, it's all right. Because the USA is the poster child for the military-industrial complex. They spend a lot of money on a lot of shit, and it all fucking works. $10,000 for a hammer and that. Yes, exactly. It all works, and people are amazed how good their shit is. But they literally spend fucking trillions of dollars on it, so it's going to be good. It's a lot of money. Mm. Either way, their shit fucking works better than anybody else's yeah, their infrastructure doesn't because they don't spend any money on it <laughs> it's all crumbling and falling apart I, uh, I came to point that with F-22 Raptor <laughs> sorry well it's great but you know if your roads are fucked your bridges are fucked and F-22 Raptor baby if you play me Freebird by Leonard Skinner and that thing fucking blasts over mate I'll forget everything that's shit going on around me <laughs> <laughs> The eyewitness explained the object was hard to see with normal night vision equipment and it seemed to block the camera's ability to focus on it. So if you can't focus on it, you can't lock in on it. On the footage as well, the crosshairs never settle on it, which is weird. Because they go where your eyes go. Interesting. Changes colour as well. It does change colour. And if no one's seeing it, they... Mate, these things, these these UAPs, these UFOs, they want to call them, they've been hovering over our nuclear missile silos for fucking years, for decades, turning off the nukes, turning them back on again, Allegedly. setting them to launch, turning them off again. According to quite a few people, including Robert Salas, this thing's been going on for 30 years. These nuclear, nuclear weapons bases have kind of a special relationship with these things, when they expect them to turn up, they'll even wave at them. They know they're going to show up. I just said the change in colour suggests a swift alteration in temperature. And apparently no known, no known objects change temperature so quickly. But no, I sorry, back to my original point, Claire. The theory where the Tic Tacs are buzzing the aircraft carriers. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, America's got the best shit. And if they, this is like top, 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 top secret branch, who else are you going to test against? Test against your own boys, you've got the best stuff. Yeah. And if they can't catch it, whew, this thing's phenomenal. So I do subscribe to that theory, that, but I still maintain that we've found this shit and this is... is the it, wasn't there one going over a cruise ship as well, though? This is the one, yeah. The, 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 so they see it twice, basically. They've seen it once going through this military base in Iraq... Mm. And the cruise ship and then the 17 second minutes on, or whatever. Oh, they filmed it for ages on the cruise ship. 17 minutes or something they said? Oh, so it went under the water for 17 minutes. Oh, right, okay. A Jimmy Fish UAP is not a traditional UAP, but there are sightings of such unusual objects. 
In 2020, Captain Kate McHugh of the Celebrity Edge cruise ship saw a similar UFO hover over her ship for a few minutes, a few moments, then describes a jellyfish-shaped UFO plunged directly into the ocean. She, to quote her, And I have a drone on board, so I thought it would be a good night to catch a sunset. I had a drone in my hand and someone said, What's that? We look up and there it was. I put it on TikTok. It looked like a black jellyfish, a gigantic black jellyfish, and then it sailed right over the retreat, directly to the centre line of the ship, right through the centre line of the ship, right through our X in our stack, and just floated through. Maybe it is a jellyfish. It's been blown up there by the wind. And we haven't, we've never seen it do that before. <laughs> you know what? You could be fucking right. I watched this video the other day on an octopus is aliens. Mm. They're what? Octopuses aren't of this earth. They're, they're, they're aliens. Are, so there's like, think that, there's, they? Yeah, they do. There's nothing like that exists on earth. Right. And Nine hearts. And they're like the most complicated being on earth. A beak. Yeah. And like the tentacle. Fact, the fact that they can change colours and mimic their environment. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not, nothing else on this earth. Mm. So what do we think? Squids. Yeah, I, I think cuttlefish are quite close as well. Cuttlefish and squid, yeah. Thinking about this, I think it's got to be. Is disclosure coming? I don't want to. I don't want to see. One, what the best take I heard on the Miami thing, by the way, was like, "Hey, if that was the first wave, we fucking repelled that, didn't we?" <laughs> but no, something's got to be coming, hasn't it? Well, the, you know, maybe they went over the the cruise ship to see, you know, instead of testing against the 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 military, they're just going over the cruise ship to see if people notice them at first, because the military might shoot them down, might not they? Well, they probably would. So if you go over cruise ships, you're limiting the amount of people that are going to see it. You can discredit it. They're all drunk. They're on a cruise. It's a valid point. <laughs> Everyone is pissed on a cruise. I would counterpoint that with. Well, not not the the captain, obviously. Well, you know, maybe. <laughs> you are sailors. <laughs> I counterpoint that with like testing our capabilities is one thing. If it can make its way through a military base and not be seen, that's very concerning. Flying over a cruise ship. Flying over a cruise ship might be just it like oh, oh, I wanted to go in the water. There's a ship there. Just carry on nonchalantly as if they're not well, there. Well, I mean, I know this in me. <laughs> well, we have to assume that they're like us and, you know, we go to different planets and we send probes and we look at everything we can, don't we? And try and figure out. Yeah. Shit, so I'm assuming it's like that. Scientific instruments. You know, there's a theory that the A-bomb actually not only alerted otherworldly beings to our presence in the galaxy... Right. Also, might have like ripped a little bit of a hole through dimensions. Oh. Why? Because after 1947, I hope we start the mist. God, I hope not. <laughs> after 1947, UFO sightings just explode. After the A bomb dropped, sorry, in 1945. But then you could put that down to that we've got more planes in the skies. Didn't have that many before World War Two, did we? No, but I mean just. After the A-bombs, like, it kind of announced us on a galactic scale. That blast of energy goes out. And then we discovered radar and we can actually detect these things. We had radar long before, long before the A-bomb. 
Long before. Well, a good ten years. Radar? Where's radar? Battle of Britain, 1941, we have been working on radar for... It's not a long time. It's not a long time. time. In wartime, it's comparative, I guess. What I'm trying to say is we can detect these things now more readily, can't we? Mm. We've got video cameras and shit, and we didn't have that before. It was just people seeing stuff in it. There is a theory that high-powered radar brings down UAPs, interferes with their drive somehow. It did back in the day. That's why Roswell happened. Have we got like telescopes or stuff listening to signals coming in from space? Yeah, yeah. Yep. There was one that came through not that long ago that they're not quite sure what it was. The wow signal. Yeah. That was 70s? 1973, I think. 73. They never explained that. They always find shit, though, to be fair. I think there was one very recently. I'm sure I read something Mm, the other day. Could be. Well, NASA this week actually... I should have put this in weird news. I only heard about it third, second hand. So apparently NASA this week found a planet off with one of the James Webb satellite things or telescopes that could potentially have city lights on it. Ooh. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. How far away? Quite away. But we can see further now, can't we? Well, I've only got to get a message to them. Is it like over there? Bro? Come save us! <laughs> You've only got to get a message across... I hope they've got the technology to receive it. it just it takes got, too long, doesn't it? Just because they've got. Well, mind you, by the time it gets there, they might have the technology to receive it. <laughs> Who knows? You know if they're ahead or behind, do you? If they're behind, we'll just roll in there and fucking steamroll them, take their resources. If we're, see, if we're seeing a planet <laughs> that's 50 million light years away, yeah, that's 50 million years ago in the past we're seeing it. Yeah. So if, if they'll be looking at us and. Well, if it was, say, 70 million year, light years away. They'd be looking and seeing the dinosaurs. Yeah, fuck. So as far as they're concerned, so we, the planet's inhabited yeah. by dinosaurs. Man, they're going to have a shock when they get here. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, should we move on? Yeah. yeah. Are you guys seeing this this week? This is crazy. Secret synagogue tunnels sets off altercation at least to nine arrests. No. There's this footage of a Jewish guy literally just co- started with this with with a tweet or an X or whatever you call it nowadays. This guy's like, "Look, I can hear Jewish people under my house." All right. And he's like, "And before you say anything, I don't live. I, obviously, I don't live in an apartment, and I don't have a basement." And then it led to this footage of this Jewish guy just kind of. Climbing out of a fucking drain that had been broken off in half, and just hopping out in an alleyway, and then they found these tunnels, which we'll get into now. So a video shows a tumultuous scene as a young Hasidic man clashes with the police in the global headquarters of the Chabad Lubavitcher movement in Brooklyn. Young Hasidic men, there's like there's a fucking riot when the police turn up to fill mm. this in. Are they ripping the panels off the walls? Someone brings out a soiled mattress for some reason. Something's going on down there. It's fucking weird. Sorry, Mike, go on. A decades-old fight about the direction of one of New York's most prominent Hasidic Jewish groups tipped into chaos this week when one faction clashed with the police over a tunnel that's secretly built to the movement's main synagogue. The tunnel, a passageway between the headquarters of the group, the Chabad Lubavitcher movement, and at least one adjacent property was first discovered late last year 
but on Monday afternoon, after a cement truck was brought to fill it in, some acidic men attempted to block the effort. The police were called and the officers said they found a group of men breaking through a wall of the prayer space that led to the tunnel. After a resulting confrontation, which included skirmishes with officers, nine people were arrested, according to the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office. This is crazy, they're literally rip as the police turn up to like enforce the filling of this tunnel. They're ripping the wall off. And they're bringing shit out and blocking the police from getting in. And so, what the fuck's been going on in there? Why haven't the police just stormed it and gone, what's going on? Well, they did in the end, and there was scuffles and everything. But the thing is, news on this, this happened like five days ago. And the last article I could find when I googled this earlier today was from, so it happened six days ago. And the last article I could find was five days ago. It's kind of a little bit buried. So something, something, something Jewish is going on. Something. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've got to wonder because these tunnels run for a bit longer. It's not one building to another. It runs a few, a couple of buildings over. Yeah. Well, what's been going on? Why are they def- trying to defend these tunnels? Why are they trying to stop people going, seeing what's going on down there? Something doesn't sound kosher to it's, me. Hey! You know what, you know, there you go. Take the, it turns in, as I take it off, it becomes a crone to a tiara. Beautiful. There you go. It's right. weird, man. It's it's like, this. is there some, it's a religious organisation. What's the first thing that jumps to your head? Cult. Apart from that. <laughs> what's the, fir- religious organisation with secret of tunnels, what's the first thing that jumps into your mind? Illegal circumcisions. No. <laughs> <laughs> Child trafficking, noncery, yeah, noncery. That's exactly that is. You're right. Yeah, why, what are they trying to hide? Soiled mattresses, tunnels underneath. Mm. You know, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But there's only one reason you've got people defending a series of underground secret tunnels, and that's because something, as Claire said, unkosher is happening down there. Mm. Is that right? Weird. Definitely weird. Yep. Well, we'll keep our eyes peeled and see if anything else comes out on that, innit? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep looking. Okay, we've had uh, the old asparagmancer before on Weird News, haven't we? Yep. And is it he or she? It's she. She's revealing her 2024 prophecies. A popular British psychic medium who uses asparagus to forecast the future has revealed her predictions for 2024. Affectionately known as the Asparamancer, Gemma Pickington's process involves tossing a bundle of vegetables into the air and then... Divining. Parkinson's process involves tossing a bundle of vegetables into the air, then dividing forthcoming events by observing how they land. Well, you know what? As of all the fucking attempts to divine the future, why not throw some asparagus in the air? Fuck it. I can't remember if she got any right last year. No. No, she didn't. That's what she said this year, though. Her unique technique has made her something of a celebrity in England, and she has been credited with predicting both elections of Donald Trump as well as the passing of Queen Elizabeth. So, look, she has got a couple of things. The passing she? of Queen Elizabeth isn't a fantastic one, though, was no. it? She was 90-something. She's going to die at some point. Also, the election of Donald Trump, 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
With another new year upon us, Packington recently performed the annual asparagus toss. While a fair number of predictions reportedly put forward by the asparamancer are admittedly rather vague, <laughs> <Don't shit>. um, <laughs> such as a regime change in countries around the world and turmoil in the Middle East, <laughs> reaching breaking point. Well, that's once a decade. <laughs> Yeah. Once, a, once a year. <laughs> Let's face it, turmoil in the Middle East, once a decade for the last 40 years. Come You've on. You've got to look at the news recently, haven't you? It's not hard to predict that, is no. it? Undoubtedly, her most eyebrow-raising forecast for 2024 is the United States will have the first female president. No, it's not going to happen. No. And it won't be Kamala Harris. Um, so that means it's going to be Nikki Haley. And she's not going to beat Trump, so no. No. No, Trump's fucking nailed on for that. Yeah. Isn't he? The all the others are fighting us to be number two, basically. Yeah. Well, unless he dies, and you know that's a possibility. Mm. He is like a McDonald, wasn't he? The KFC and the Burger King and loves his fast food, doesn't he? He does. Donald Trump. Does he? Oh yeah. Didn't he have people over to the White House yeah. and he got them a Mackey's in? Yeah. Good lad. You know, yeah, I can't do agree with that, to be fair. So we could have a steak dinner, or I could just get you a Mac. I mean, oh, I'm a Big Mac, mate. Go on. Are you paying? Taxpayers paying. Fuck it, same thing. I'm a taxpayer. So, Paxton also hinted that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will end up separating this year. Well, again, that's a 50-50, isn't it? Could be, couldn't it? Mm. Other predictions offered by the Sparamancer for the new year include a downturn in the popularity of celebrities and influence. Hopefully. I like that one. Hopefully. Yeah. I Let's like hope. that. Well, after that Muppet on Bloody Hell was to get me out of here, if she's an influencer, bloody hell, there's no hope for the world, so hopefully they are Is she the a one downturn. that said everything was racist? Oh, she's a dick and a half, she is. Honestly. You only had to say hello to her and she was like, ah, what are you bringing up my dead dad? You're being racist. Honestly, she was terrible. She was fucking... Oh, she put so many words into everybody else's mouth. My dad used to say hello to me in the morning. <laughs> well, what's, what's a French dude name? Antoine de Beck. No. Was it Antoine? Um, I didn't I've know heard that name before. No, no, it's not Antoine de Beck. It was that fucking one who did... Who does the dating show. That oh, first yeah. dates. I, I just still don't know. I don't watch it, but I know who he is. Cause you see him. Either way, he said to her, basically, he was old enough to be her dad. Right. And she was like... And she took it as him saying, I could be your dad. Even though a couple of days earlier, she'd poured her heart out how her dad had died a few years back and that. And then... But it was like, but that's not what he said. And that's not how he said it. That wasn't the context he said it in. Because she was going and bitching to everybody else, saying like, "Yeah, he basically said he could be my dad." Oh, oh, he knew how he knew how heartbroken I was over my dad dying. Oh, sounds terrible already. I'm glad I don't watch it. But it was just like, sounds well, like she got daddy issues. Well, she's got fucking everything issues, mate. She might well have, Claire. You're right. No, she's got. A, like saying, then she was accusing people of being racist and that, and oh, she's, she's fair. Nigel Farage was in the camp. Yeah, but he wasn't being racist at all. <laughs> she was asking him questions. He was trying to give his point on it. She'd then take what she wanted out of the sentence he'd said and made it sound like he was being racist. He's a gun, man. 
Not as much of a cunt as you'd have thought he was, actually. Mm. He's only as much of a cunt as the media showed you him to be. When you see him as a person normal, you can't fucking pretend for that long. He's a man of the PayPal, mate. He's nothing. He's not a man of the people. He's only for fucking money. Who isn't? Who isn't? You know what I mean? You can't. (laughs) Who isn't? Really? Everyone is the fucking for the money. No matter what you're doing. Not if I pretend to be a man of the people, I'm not. You would if you thought it'd get you the, enough money. No, <laughs> you have some principles in life. Stay. Anyway, I hope there's yeah. a downturn in the popularity yeah. of cunts. Fingers yeah. crossed, eh? In all fairness, absolutely. <laughs> you know, if you want a good money gig, by the way, all you do is if we pool our money, we could buy the front end of a jet. Right, just the front end, hire a warehouse, or a little place to keep it, brick it up, Put some tropical fucking scenery or some sea behind it in, in the windows. For selfies? For selfies by influencers. Some dude does that in the US, makes like 300 grand a year. Fuck off. Yes, it is. Let's do it. He's got it's, it's a normal little shed. Get your money. <laughs> it's got like the front end of a plane and a bit of a wing and an engine. Yeah, right. he needs to be a yeah. Cessna. Yeah. No, no, it's like a bit of a private jet. Yeah. So that's going to cost you the main bit. He spent some like thirty grand on that because he's got the scrappers. So he bought it at the scrappers. It's like a wing and the front end. They take their picture at the window. You put a background behind it, taking their selfies. Tray with champagne. Get someone to Claire could be an aerostat. Don't even need that. People use toilet seats. Yeah. I know, but this is this is a, a more a more authentic experience yeah. for them because it's their experience too. Yeah, but why would you want to do that instead of actually going to the place? Because it earns them a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper. It's all bollocks. Ridiculous, isn't it? But yeah, you spent about 30, 40 grand on basically renting the place or buying the place, buying a shed, and the, the most expensive part was like the, the wing and the front fuselage of an airplane. Get someone to put a pilot's uniform on, stand by them, oh, that kind of thing, you know? On a private plane to Barbados, all that shit. They'll pay for that because they'll get them followers and get their money. Right, what else is she predicting, Claire? A lessening of stigma around mental health. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Well, that's getting better year on year. She's so really, really hard. clutching at straws, isn't she? No, she's clutching at asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> and hard times for public figures exposed as criminal. No okay. shit. Oh, Andrew. No shit. And TV personalities who will find themselves being fired. So it's a bit. It's so vague, isn't Very it? Very vague. Yeah, she's yeah. shit. The public figures exposed as criminals come as well as with the Epstein list, which we all knew was coming mm. at some point. Now, apparently, for a forecast for last year, she got eleven and a half out of twenty. That wound up being largely accurate. Well, that's only just over fifty percent, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, if she's a true seer, then it'd be hundred percent, wouldn't it? Well, this is always the argument, isn't it? If you're a psychic, you should be fucking right all the time, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't you? Why aren't you a millionaire and win the lottery several times over? Because they're ethical. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. I won't use my powers for for the greed. Or <laughs> if you can't use your powers for evil every now and again, what's the fucking point? In it. Load of bollocks. Moving on. Okay. Loch Ness Monster not alone, a secret beast hiding in UK lakes. Legend or myth, one expert believes Nessie might not be alone, and other undiscovered brutes are just waiting to be discovered. Oof. 
Vern's waterway is full of beasties. What are you beasties? What's that fucking, what's the water horse called? The Kelpie. Where it mm. comes it comes ashore as a horse, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get on that horse. Kind of seduces you to get on the horse. <laughs> and then you're holding on to it, and it rises at the sea and drowns you because you can't get off. Magically. That's Irish myth, it? it is, it's my favourite. Mm. Andy McGrath. McGrath. McGrath, we're going to say McGrath. Believes there are more than a handful of similar beasties swimming around our watery depths. He's documenting sea serpents and other, quote, living fossils said to be living in bodies of water across the UK. It would mean Nessie, whose existence is still up in the air. <laughs> is it? <laughs> 20 million quid a year for Loch Ness. For selling a few fucking stuffed toys. Mm. Believe me, if there was a beast of fucking door, you know, I'm not talking Big Tracy, then... <laughs> then... I'd I'd be fucking marking the shit out of that myself, wouldn't you? What are you on about? There is. Yeah, Big Tracy, we don't call the Beast no, of Dorley no, to a face. No, the Beast of Dorley, you know, that the pools in Dorley. The big cats. <laughs> oh, that, that one that's occasionally spotted that we need to make some footage of that we need to film. Obviously. So, so obviously for the people across the world, <laughs> they want to come to England and experience the true beasts. The, 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 there's one just down the road from us. You can come and see it if you want. We'll take you. It'll only cost you a thousand pound for what? We'll say two days of us taking them around. Yeah, on a, on a beast of Dory spotting trip. Yeah, yeah, that's how we'll we'll play. And then we'll like. get the crow and we'll see how where Dory's second beast is. Yeah, we can see Tracy. <laughs> Big Tracy. <laughs> Big Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Thousand pounds for two days. Skinny that's Tracy a bargain. Be there too. Yeah. Just that, to balance it out. That smacky friend. Two Tracys can't exist in the same space and time pub. Big we know this. Big Tracy drinks. This is skinny Tracy jacks up. <laughs> Two Tracys can't exist in the same time and space. There's only ever one Tracy per group, one Tracy per pub, one Tracy per social gathering. You know this. Okay. So the fundamental laws of the universe. Okay. Tracy's law. Exactly. You ever heard, you've heard of it? Yep. McGraw has spoken of the possibility of other lesser-known creatures in the likes of Falmouth Bay and Lake Windermere. Well, yeah, Lake Windermere is pretty fucking big. But nobody's ever said they've seen a Nessie in there. Yeah, well, Beast's expert, McGrath, told the Daily told the Star, I assume that's the Daily Star. What, what, what makes him an expert? Well, um... <laughs> the same as it makes any the same as he's a monster expert exactly the same as being a, an alien expert hunter. or a Bigfoot expert makes you an expert isn't it it's just fantastic you get you get the name expert stuck on your name in this shit and you're making two hundred pound an article yeah yep. we gotta start printing out them certificates fuck me we're pretty much experts at this point the amount of shit we've looked into over yeah now he told the star, anyway, after visiting Loch Ness and other lakes and studying the innumerable arguments regarding the possible identity of this, quote, creature, I personally hold the conviction that Nessie and friends, which I'm sure I watched as a child, yeah. most generally fall into the category of a pleosaur-like animal, which is an extinct aquatic lizard, or some other closely related living fossil. Those friends of Nessie include plenty of other, quote, mysterious water-bound beasties, quote, and the, 
quote, swan-like neck on the hump of a strange-looking blob in Cumbria, a cause for concern. <laughs> the alleged sighting of the monster of Lake Windermere was captured by Ellie Williams, an expert, I'm gonna, sorry, quote, expert <laughs> McGrath, says the sightings and photographs from the encounter resemble that of a player saw. Strangely, they never saw that player saw when the dam busters were flying 60 feet over it with cameras recording where, where pretty much you, constantly for a month. Where, where's this picture of the Lake Windermere? They're not showing us, they're not showing us that. They're, just, they're not showing us that picture. We can, you can go and find it if you want to, listener. Yeah, I've never go and have a check out on that. Monster of Lake Windermere. One back in, a sighting back in 1876. <laughs> exactly. Allegedly had two fishermen encountering Morgwa. The Beast of Falmouth Bay. They were not the last to see the beast either, with sightings as recent as 2000, when Irene and Derek Brown claimed to have spotted the water-based dinosaur, which was like one of those creatures you see from 1960s films, the couple said. An account of the beast notes a flexible, periscope-like neck and several humps on its back. And of course, not as famous, but just as elusive as Ness is the Thames River monster Tasman. Tasman the Thames. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that one, Tasman the Thames River monster, which McGrath has previously hunted, but she's so elusive she obviously gave him the fucking slip. Three weeks of sightings in 2016 had led some to believe there were three humps moving around the Docklands of Canary Wharf. No doubt trying to eat bankers. Yeah. Many a banker was lost <laughs> in, in the 2016 yeah. Tasman sightings. <laughs> McGrath added many other exotic locales around the world also boast their Nessie-like inhabitants. His sightings have prompted McGrath to pen the Nessie and Friends book. Earlier this year, DNA testing thought the new theory surround the Loch Ness Monster and another sighting claimed it to be the clearest yet. Wow. Still all them people about and no one's actually getting a decent photo. Nope. Hmm. I'd like to believe it's true though, innit? I think they'd be quite cute. Oh. I don't think they'd... They are until it rips you in half. No, I don't think they'd be like dangerous towards us and nasty. Aggressive. Because they're, they're fishy, isn't they? Well, when a body washes up ashore, then I'll believe it. Yeah. Well, there was the early sightings of the Loch Ness Monster back in the 1400s where it killed a couple of people trying to get across the lock and then that priest rode out and told you to fuck off uh-huh. and it did. See <laughs> Nessie episode. Yeah, see, that's an early one, that is our Loch Ness episode. But I love how he's an expert, I think it's fantastic. Well, I'm an expert on UFOs by this point, surely. Yeah. I've got to be. Come on, we're all experts, an expert on Bigfoot. I am like the world leading expert on Bigfoot, I think, by now. You might as well be. I mean, you can claim that. Every other fucker yep. does. Oh, I have. I just did. Boom. Yeah. RPG, eat your fucking heart out, mate. He, he's apparently a Bigfoot expert. And yeah. He calls himself RPG. Thinks he's a fucking grenade launcher. <laughs> okay, well. Moving on. Yeah. Naked man seen occasionally covering genitals as he roamed UK city in freezing weather. Yeah, I guess what I say there's no evidence this was me. Uh, Alright. Okay. He's only occasionally covering his genitals. Yeah. Well, you got to warm them up. 
The unidentified individual bared all when he wandered through Mosley, Birmingham, down Alcester Road as members of the public spotted him occasionally covering his genitals. One eyewitness claimed the man had been intermittently holding his hands up against his nether regions as he sauntered around the city. He was seen outside of the Sorrento Lounge by a stunned member of the public. He was trying to warm his hands up. Well, I was trying to warm my hands up. I mean, yeah. he was trying to warm his hands up. <laughs> and also, you're on a show, you know, you don't want to be, want to be too cold, do you? <laughs> well, it was three degrees C and he was... I'm telling you, it was a bit chilly that day. <laughs> Wind chill was on. I mean, Mosley, I have no idea. I wasn't there. It is not yet known who the man was or why he was wandering the streets in the nude, in the plummeting temperatures. I was testing myself. I mean, did, did definitely not you, Ben. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so. Oh, you just disappeared? Yeah. No, you're right, it's definitely not me. Don't come <laughs> <laughs> They didn't catch you on They didn't catch me on camera because you know what, Pete? I'm a fat ninja. <laughs> <laughs> He's not got much meat on him, has he? He has not. Yes, a chicken wing. <laughs> you were hoping to see a schlong, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> they can't look at her face, Pete. They can only hear her. <laughs> it's just because she said the word schlong. It's a while anyway. <laughs> to be fair, I, I always go, <laughs> schlong. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> like the word. <laughs> so if it's, if, it's, if it's small, is it a schlittle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that's accepted, isn't it? Or a schmall. Have a vote on it. Schlittle. Schlittle. Yeah, we got yeah. the sound of that. Yeah. yeah. So we're a little winner. It's a schlittle, not a schlong. We carry you that unanimously, right? Just never schlittle from now on. We're, co- we're coining that one. Yep. Well, more than anything, I'm glad that I wasn't caught on camera that yeah. day. Even if I was there. It makes you wonder why. Was, was he maybe at a stag do or something and they'd stripped him fucking naked and just left him in the middle of nowhere like, ah, get home now, you swat. To be fair, it was a Sunday. He, he might have been escaping from an illicit lover's oh, well, house. This is, this is throughout the day, isn't it? Yeah, shit. What time was it? It's yeah. the, judging by the state of the Sorrento Lounge, I'm guessing it's the morning. Hmm. Yeah, he's jumped out the window, is not he? Yeah, he was banging someone he shouldn't have been. Yeah. It's got to be something like well, that. He could have been a skaghead that sold his clothes for skag. Or he could have been a skaghead that sold his clothes for skag. Or he could have been having sex with someone he shouldn't. Maybe he just wanted to fucking run naked like a That's true British eccentric should. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe he just wanted to feel the wind through his pubes. Exactly. That's how I feel every Sunday morning. In the middle of January. <laughs> middle of January. That's just a total Doesn't matter what it is. That's my equivalent of an ice bath. <laughs> he's, he's a brave bastard, though, isn't he? He's setting a, tr- a new trend. Fuck the ice baths. Let's go for a nice... Yeah, let's go for a new jog. <laughs> new jog. Why not? My con- but it happened in ancient Greece all the time. Or was the worst that happened? Probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Bring back new jogging. Right, and finally... So, is this a distinct... A, a distinct? A distinct? So, there's a distinct possibility Bigfoot is responsible for mangled deer with twisted neck, experts say. Mm. Pete, you haven't told us about this. What's going on? Well, I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> is this for your own field notes? <laughs> so, so, 
I said, <laughs> sorry, Bigfoot experts have weighed in whether a mangled up deer corpse discarded with a twisted neck and its bones removed could have been the work of an elusive beast. Or a predator. Mm, Chupacabra. Do? It's not going to remove the bones and twist its neck. They do. They suck out the boat. They suck out the blood. Chupacabra. Oh, Chupacabra's predators. Yeah. Predators. Yeah. They, t- they take the skulls. Don't they? Yeah, but it's not taken the skull. It's just twisted its neck. So that, that rules. Some... It rules. It rules right, out predator. Okay. I'm afraid. Maybe it's a sexual predator. <laughs> so it's off on strangling deer. Images of the gruesome scene were shared on Facebook earlier this week by Dean Pupe, I'm going to call him that because I don't know how to say it, who explained he stumbled across it in some woods in the northern part of Michigan's Lower Peninsula. He said that it was the same place where he had sighted the Bigfoot in July 2022. Today, Monday, January the 8th, I went out before we, we are supposed to have a big snowfall tomorrow. There, on a two-track trail, I found this deer body, he explained. That is a pretty big Damn! Whoa, that's deer... Mangled? The listeners, maybe not look up this article. This deer's head's, like, twisted all the way around, man. Like, a couple of times. That's a a deliberate neck snap, in my opinion. Mm. They really have twisted... It looks like a fucking Twizzler. (laughs) <laughs> his, ne- his neck looks like a twizzler <laughs> so it was mangled up pretty bad no bones except part of the skull further looking I found some of the bones a little ways in the woods in two spots the one the one eye was sunk way into the eye socket the head was twisted around a couple of a couple of times by the neck all that was there was the hide and head and, and like I said, the the hide it was just the hide and the head, so all the bones were removed. Yep. Yeah, so cryptozoologist Andy McGrath Andy McGrath, another McGrath. <laughs> He's the same yeah. dude. Was it him? Yeah, same oh, dude. So Andy McGrath, the beast expert, he's getting around, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking getting around. So he says his research into Bigfoot forms and types around the world suggests that the beast would likely be omnivorous and subsist on a diet very similar to that of bears. Oh, so stealing picnic baskets. Yes. It really is. There is just... Yeah, it's just the pelt of a fucking deer, basically. There is a possibility that it could just be some kind of fucking sick hunter's little fucking marker. It could have have been collided with a vehicle. Well, all his fucking bones dropped out. No, no, and then <laughs> landed in two piles up the road. And then predated by small animals. Yeah, you are right. Aliens. Can Aliens. Throw that out there. St- Claire, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But if he, if this, if, so if he's telling the truth and he spotted a Bigfoot in that kind of similar spot a year ago, yeah. fair, like, you know what I mean? If it's a known Bigfoot area and they're oh, genuine. The bone, he's, he's, sorry. There's a picture there, the bones are to one side, so no one's taken them. No, no, he said that. He said he found he found the bones up the mm. way a bit. Mm. Still, carnivorous animals don't they just dump the skeleton of a fairly intact skeleton and just pop it out a few metres down the road, do they? This is strange. It's weird. 
That's but it's got to be is. something that's got fucking some serious strength. Mm. Oh, it's aliens. It's got to be something that's got some serious strength either or way, technology. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Fuck. Well, either way, that is... That's fucked a weird up. one, isn't it? It's I mean, a fucked up one. That, if the yeah. skeleton was missing, I could kind of understand that in a way. Or you just found the skeleton. Or he could have forged the whole thing. And found the deer carcass. Yeah, decided to strip it, it up. T- twist yeah, the neck around a few times. He could have done that. It could have been some other like, kind of, kind of like, oh, hunter's little trick, couldn't it? Like, I don't know. I'm going to freak someone out along the way and just found this deer carcass that's fucking could up be. a little bit. Mm. Could be a cult. Or it could be Bigfoot. Could be Bigfoot. Could be Loch Ness. Huh. I don't know how close he is to a lake, but maybe. Very closely. Could be, could be Nessie's. Oh, there we go. It could be Blue. Nessie's Michigan cousin. Mm. Then, there yeah. We go. Michigan Bob. <laughs> the Great Lakes there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. True. No, I can't see it being that. <laughs> All right. All right, Claire, cheers. Piss on my chips, why don't you? <laughs> Fuck yeah. it now. Yeah, what's over for Michigan Bob? <laughs> you fucking pissed on it. Was it the name you didn't like? No, it, all of it, I just made my face screw up and just go, no, I can't even buy that. <laughs> See, this is where I, I always wonder with Claire, it's like, does she actually know me? Because I wasn't being serious. I know, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, you were. Look at some t-shirts out of it. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to make some t-shirts about the Dorley Beast. So, if yeah, you get in contact if you want to come see the Dorley Beast. Yeah, he's pleased at Pete's house. It's <laughs> <laughs> an Airbnb. Yep. I'll only, I'll only charge a thousand pounds for two days. Ride the Dorley Beast, and that, and that gives you full. <laughs> Uh, that gives you full exclusive access to all the Dorley Beast hotspots. <laughs> I'll take you there well, first. What, Big Face's house? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Riding the Dorley Beast was Big Tracy. On that bombshell? On that bombshell. Look out for them, keep an eye out for them jellyfish UFOs. UAPs, even. Yeah. I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been quiet. It's been quiet. I've been quiet. I've been quiet. Yeah. Just keep an eye on the Bigfoots, man. They're out there. I'm telling you. He's an expert. I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs>